This is a compilation of every grunt that Tim Allen has ever done. Oh, God. <laughs> it just sounds like a chimp. Yeah, yeah that's what he's doing. Like a caveman sort of deal. See, a wise, a wise video editor would end that with the Oh? <laughs> wait a minute. Does it, wait. Does anyone think that Tim Allen sounds suspiciously like Donkey Kong? Uh, <laughs> oh my uh, god. Reaching. <laughs> Am I, Nathan? Or are you just blind to the uh, truth? Oh my god. <laughs> We're called Tim Allen Truthers. The Tim Allen people have got to me too. Just on Tim Allen. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> just quickly, just, just quickly. How did we get to just on Tim Allen? Like, that, that could be a natural thing in a conversation to say today. There's dust on my guitar, you fuck. We are Hottest 100s and Thousands, and we have taken control of your radio station. This is a show, a very big show. It's a podcast. Da, 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 <laughs> which we talk all about the songs that have deep. Hot enough to be in the Triple J Hottest One. You know the deal. My name's David James Young. <laughs> I'm one of the four voices that you're going to be hearing for the next hour or so. And joining me, once again, Mr. Nathan Harrison. So good. Mr. Andrew McDonald. I hope this is someone's first episode. <laughs> <laughs> you got no fucking clue what's going on. Oh my god. Oh, and uh, Adam Bunch is here. Yo. Hey, man. Hey, man. How are you? I'm real good. <laughs> I hope we continue that vibe. Uh, we we got a good vibe in the room. We're we're mm. feeling it. We're we're live and raring to go here at FBI Studios. Nearly and, uh, halfway. We are almost halfway there, mm. and I'm sure I've made the joke about living on a prayer several times during the <laughs> go of this podcast, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, at the end of this episode, we will officially be halfway, bitches! Whoop, 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 whoop! Uh, so, uh, before we tell you that story, we have to tell you this story about uh, perhaps the most famous bald man in Australian music that isn't uh, Mr. Peter Garrett. <laughs> it's definitely not the most famous. <laughs> I said potentially, potentially. This is Skunk Garrett 55 with Up To Our Necks In It. But also Paul Kelly. Oh no, he's got like flaxen hair. <laughs> Prettier than that butterfly, I'll watch you head off through this night sky. The thought of you lingers like the smoke that's drifting from my fingers. While I sit, I see there's a tree outside my room. My face reflected in the pain of this moon. Outside the cold rain cleanses my soul, hold the distance between the rooms of my thoughts and soul. Sitting in that room sometimes, I get to thinking to myself, Love, where does it come from? For days on end, I would plead to the moon, Where can I find someone to strip my flesh back bare to where the word begins? Strip my flesh back bare to the wind that violates my skin. Washing away under the sun, Vanishing my street sheet, melting on top, Lost in a wave of cutthroat and values, Looking for some. Where up to I 
next to Nick. We're up to our next to Nick. Skunk Hour in at number 55 in the 1995 Hottest 100. That was a track called Up to Our Necks in It. Skunk Hour are a fascinating obscurity in the history of Australian music. They were too hip-hop to be cool with the rock kids, but they were too rock and funk and jazz, etc. to be in with, like, the hip-hop crew. So they have spent their entire career in limbo and yet somehow have got this fascinating Venn diagram of people that fucking love them. Mm-hmm. Like, they've done a bunch of reunion tours over the last few years. Uh, they even did one back in March, I believe. So, like... Fairly recently, they've been getting back together and playing all these old songs again. And they pack those shows. Like, people still want to go and see this stuff. For me, it feels like a definitely like a you-had-to-be-there kind of moment. I discovered Skunk Hour as a kid. Like, I've probably told this story many, many times, but there was one night... I think this was the night that changed everything for me in terms of being a music fan, which was I couldn't get to sleep. It was about 2.30 in the morning, 2.30 Saturday morning, fittingly enough. Mm. So I went out of my room, I sat in the living room, and I watched Rage for six hours. I sat there and consumed nothing but music videos for six hours, and one of those artists was uh, Skunk Hour. This is my favourite superhero origin story. It's really good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and then my parents got killed. (laughs) (laughs) Just just cut to, like, the ABC studios. It's like, oh, God, something's gone wrong, and Rage is leaking out, like, radiation. (laughs) Like, is anyone watching it? Probably not. It'll probably be fine, unless it's a young kid. But if they were, they will develop music superpowers. (laughs) They'll be up to their neck in it. (laughs) And that little boy that nobody liked grew up to be <laughs> Save <Skunk> Hour. Oh, <laughs> uh, actually, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Skunk Hour probably were the kid that nobody liked. Like, but I don't think they cared. I don't. Think oh they no, cared. they definitely didn't care. Like. This is a band that left the house with half a dozen fucks and went home with six. (laughs) (laughs) Let's not forget that. They've always done things their way. Am I into it? Not necessarily. Like, obviously, it's a bit fucking much at times. Like, just getting through, like, it's just like, yeah, yeah, get to the good bit. It is a good bit, though. I was watching the leaves fall through the city, and I was thinking the city was a lot like myself. And then the world around me started crumbling in, and wank, 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 wank. Oh, my God. That's good for part of a song, not the song. You know? You don't make that the song, okay? Like, call me crazy, but you don't call... That's not the fucking song, like, people. The first verse feels like it's the intro to the song. Yes, yeah. doesn't it, yeah. though? And, and then, then he comes like, back and you're oh, like, oh, oh, oh no, that, that's that's actually what we're doing here. Mm. Um, but yeah, look, I respect Skunk Hour's hustle. I respect what they were able to do. And I respect the fact that they were able to be so genre defiant, especially at a time where there were such very rigid fucking guidelines of like, you have to do this, you have to sound like this to mm. get played here. Otherwise, you can't play here. Da 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 but just not for me. That's just my personal take. Like, maybe if I was a little bit older and around that sort of scene at the time, like, I, the people I know that were into Skunk Hour are, like, all, like, dudes in their 30s and shit, like, that were around that kind of fucking scene at the time. So, like, I get that. But, yeah, just uh, just not my, not my personal thing, but I respect the fact that, A, they were able to do something so niche and get away with it, and B, that it got so high up in the Hottest 100 and people were responding to it accordingly. Mm. Gentlemen, the floor is yours. I mean, that's the best take you could probably have about it. Like, because it's mm. similar with me. Like, funk isn't really what I got down with anyway. And it just doesn't really 
gel with me too much. The verses just, they sound so boring. They just sound crazily boring. Like, the meandering poetry of it doesn't work. The choruses are all right. Like the, I think the, the middle of the day summer guitar is perhaps the biggest culprit of the boredom sound, apart from the lyrics. Much like you said, David, I really do respect them for doing weird things at a time when, in mainstream commercial music, it wasn't really done. But, like, it just doesn't work for me, either. Yeah, that's fair. I, I, I like what you said when you're like, people that were there got it. And it kind of feels like either you get it or you don't. It's yeah, not... Yeah. But I, I, I kind of liked it. I think I liked it more... Than that, I kind of went back and forth a lot, but I want to give them a lot of points for earnestness, just because there's a lot of snide irony going around at the time in 1995, and like you know, like the line, "If we wished we could help this man, and our backs would not break, but hypocrisy only leaves us constantly bended." It's like you can't say that now. No, you can't put that in a song in 2016. You get 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 run out of town. Like it's too late for us. But (laughs) but they they did it. I don't know. I I don't mind it too much. Just kind of. It's very chill and easy. I think the chorus vocals are pretty like excellent. Yeah, just this sort of big. Oh, it's the chorus bluesy is, vocals. Like that's yeah. great. And but honestly, the verses like they don't turn me off too much. Like I think it's fine. It, it does what it does. And yeah, points for being different and interesting and not sticking to those really rigid genre lines. Yeah, totally. I'm siding with Nathan more on this one. I think Dave, your analysis of the track was friggin' spot on, and especially mm. in terms of like where they fit in the Venn diagrams and whatever. Sure, yeah. One other Venn diagram that I think I'd like to bring in here that I think is pretty important is the crossover between the poetry scene and the music scene. And this happens kind of all the time. And I really think that this band, at least to me, communicates the idea that they're coming uh, perhaps more from the poetry side of things than the music side of things. That the music is just kind of at the service of the poetry Um, which you see sometimes with slam poets or whatever they'll record an album and they'll get artists in to kind of do that that's the kind of vibe that I kind of get Um, Uh, a lot of Canberra bands yeah Uh, fully Mr. Phoebe was a great one for that totally Um, just kind of like folk music with story poetry over the top was really lovely so I kind of get that and I have to say that this track was a massive grower on me at the first time I was pretty off put by it and I was just kind of thinking oh okay yeah, <laughs> yeah right <laughs> yeah, it was it was totally like the finger snap thing and I couldn't <laughs> really get past it uh, but eventually now, brown bureaucrats <laughs> <laughs> but then like yeah I, I started to dig on the sounds a little bit more and just kind of like the way that it unfolded and like even if you don't pay attention to the lyrics I think the the passion with which he says them and the the rhythms in which he plays with the it's it's kind of skillfully done there's, and some, it's enjoyable. Ni- there's some nice spoken yeah. word stuff going yeah. on here and, um, like, and, and it's particularly like considering them as I mean obviously every band is local to somewhere but yeah. like they're a Sydney band like and and I, it this feels like the kind of band that you could go and see in Newtown on a Sunday afternoon in the 90s and yeah. people would be there and you'd be familiar with them and you'd dig it and you'd appreciate the craft that they were doing. And yeah, I think that was Because they are so unique. They would create a unique fan base. And if you were part yeah. of that fan base, it would be really rewarding. Which is, I think, why this got into the countdown kind of at all. And especially in the place that it got. I mean, this already beats some pretty big names. Absolutely. Um, I, yeah, I really dig on the chorus. I think it's very nice. I think the guitar in that place and everything just kind of settles really nicely in that bit. And I think one of the most interesting things about it, which was essential to um, Del Larkin, the vocalist for this group, is... Uh, the sorry, st- the, the singing vocalist? Uh, the rapper. Oh, yeah, Sorry, because sure. it's two different yeah, guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're brothers, aren't they? Ah, I believe so. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, but his foregrounding of the Australian accent as being super important. And I think like... Especially when we're looking at before the... This is bef- much, much before the rise of Australian hip-hop. To use the Australian accent 
in a hip-hop sensible way yeah. is very interesting. And, like, at first I found that the most confronting part, but it ended up being kind of, in a way, one of the more rewarding parts once I'd settled into the song a little bit more. But it is an obstacle that you have to deal with Absolutely. culturally. Especially now. Like, it's, it's a real point of cultural cringe. Yeah. And, and yeah. you have to look past that, especially at this point, where we, yep. I think we're a lot better with Australian accents and Australian places and stuff like that. But hearing a fairly early-ish song mm. like this, it, it's something to work past. But I agree, once you once you do get past it, it's it's pretty nice. And it's illuminating of the fact that what is it that the Australian accent in a song at this time was something to shy away from or yeah. something confronting? I think that's super interesting. So, yeah, interesting song. Yeah. Not thoroughly unenjoyable. Oh, baby. If we just were saying how genuine something can be and how <laughs> stripped from irony and how wonderful yeah. that can be, yeah. where, what, what better place to pivot? Indeed, indeed. At number 54, ladies and gentlemen, it's the Vaughn with a song called Who <laughs> Bartered. Yeah. Who Farted? <laughs> In the 1995 Hottest 100, the Vaughns with Who Farted. Fighting out of the blue corner from Sydney, Australia. Please make way for the heavyweight rant champion of the world. The Blaze Lord. <laughs> Nathan Harrison. Oh, I mean, fuck though, right? Like everyone, fuck though, yeah. right? Fuck though, right? I mean, you... what you got? What you got? What you got? What you got? When yeah, don't hold back, man. No, well, be polite oh, on this God. shit, D- David. <laughs> when you asked us several years ago uh, if we would be interested in doing this podcast, <laughs> yes, uh, and and charting the whole history of the the hottest yes. one hundred, yes, I I had a thought. I was like, oh, this is going to be super fun, man. It's going to get pretty rough talking about stuff like Bernard Fanning. That's as bad as I thought it could get. <laughs> oh yeah. I don't even particularly like dislike Bernard. He's fine. Yeah, I don't hate Bernard Fanning as a person. He's he's the one that popped into my head. It was like, oh, I guess there'll be some tracks that I don't like very much. <laughs> I'm just I'm tired, Deej. I'm so very very tired. Is this your retirement speech? <laughs> oh, I don't know. This song is the opposite of the Sistine Chapel. <laughs> what? Just in in every way, like. When, that's, that's, oh the my, spectrum, oh that, that, that's the spectrum. That's the spectrum of art. It really is. <laughs> like, on a scale of who fired a Sistine Chapel, yeah. it's about a Most six. things fall in the middle, yeah. but this finally a rap rock track about farting, including <laughs> a solo entirely of fart samples. 
Yay! <laughs> like, it, it, it's one of those things, like, when it starts and you're like, how much worse could it get? It just keeps it just getting worse. Like, just it just like, it just It doubles itself. down. Yeah, yeah, it doubles down on how bad it is. <laughs> it's rough. Oh, it's... It's so bad. That that voice, even like the first, you know, that, oh, I'm going to try and do it and it's going to be, you know, it wasn't me. Like that, yeah. that voice, it's like, I would trade all of Australian, like, last 200 years of culture <laughs> to, not have, to that. not have that in the world. Like, <laughs> it, is, it, it is, hasn't been worth it, guys. It, it, it is reprehensibly bad. Yeah, it this is, kind it, of, like, even flip music... flop between brutality and cringe, it hasn't been worth it because it produced this. Yeah. Like uh, Even, like... Musically, it's just the most generic white bloke fuck off scumbag rock. Like, it's just pointless. Everything about it. I was going to save this little uh, fact that I learned (laughs) about the band, but I can't help myself. When you Google them uh, and you go to their Unearthed page, yeah, because they have an Unearthed page, has a a number of their other song titles, including their very unsolicited 2008 album. Yeah, um, but if you want to hate them more, feel free to because they have a song called I Can Hardly Drive, but I Can Make Fried Rice. So it's also okay to hate them for being oh, racist. Yeah, God. yeah. There's, there's so many reasons to hate yeah. them. Ben it's great. Was, yeah. was that from the 2008 yeah, album? Yeah, yeah. Two, oh. 2008. Yeah. I mean, not that that's okay at yeah, well, exactly, any point in time, exactly, but, but, but it, it was definitely it less, less okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. So there's reasons to hate them that beyond that go beyond the fact that this song is a wretched piece of shit. Yeah, they are oh as God. well. Uh, the saving grace for me was that I found uh, a listicle uh, from Adelaide Now. Um, oh yeah. Shout out to Adelaide. Yeah. Um, uh, with with a list um, of songs after Jimmy Barnes said that Reclaim Australia couldn't use his songs they were like here are some songs that Reclaim Australia could use maybe and right after Jacko and Agro was this <laughs> yeah I was like yep that's, that's I don't think a song has it. so succinctly summed up Reclaim Australia <laughs> yeah, who right? farted yeah who, who farted? It was Reclaim Australia. <laughs> they, they farted. They are an open asshole. Yeah. <laughs> who farted? The bloody muzzos. The bloody oh, muzzos oh, farted. Oh. That's what they did. And he couldn't see it because they had the fucking burger on. <laughs> fuck this song. Fuck this band. Fuck everything. Yeah. I'm going to burn this fucking Honestly, place to the fucking ground. I know I said this just a couple of weeks ago, but this is another contender for one of our worst songs. Absolutely. Right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Contender for one of the worst songs of all Ab- time. Yeah. 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 Like in the history of, of recorded music. Yeah. music. This yeah. beat Hand in My Pocket. Yes. This beat Baby Did a Bad Bad Thing. Grace. This beat Grace. 95 this beat Australia. All over you by live. <laughs> I know you guys are looking at me for comment on this <laughs> great thing. Just, oh yeah, what's your hot take on who farted? Um, on Fartgate. I actually <laughs> hadn't even put two and two together <laughs> that this was higher than Grace. Yep, so, a lot higher. Like, it's, yeah, you considerably. Know, Nathan, this is what the people wanted. Nathan, please. <laughs> Anything this- that I had to say has now just. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. Honestly, it's gone. this the amount of discourse we've given the song is too much already. I know. Yeah, it's, it's it, true. It's, it's a terrible, terrible song, and the people that made it should feel bad. Yeah, I, I hope they're having a bad day today. Yeah, yeah. I hope they're they're unwell and slept poorly, <laughs> and mm. yeah. I hope they get a paper cut. Yep. 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 Yeah, that, that I hope, hope they get audited by the ATO. Yeah. Mm. That, that I am currently hungover and feeling dusty, and they're probably feeling okay is sickening. Oh my god, <laughs> that's so bad. Well, maybe they're not. Maybe they're hopefully. Oh well, yeah, man, but, but a even, man can dream. Even just imagining them smiling about farts. anything, any like about the, farts the and sun. bad age. The fact drivers. that their parents when it's a nice day them. and they like that, mm. they might they might have a pet and they might get joy from that. Oh my god. That's bad. That's. Anyway, Vaughn's, if you're listening, we mean it. <laughs> Go fuck yourselves. Can I get a fuck this song on three? One, two, three. Fuck, fuck this, this song. song. Guys, it's 
gonna be okay because we're going to the country. Yeah, yeah. getting right. away from the stinky party city. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I'm sick of the Vaughn rat race. To yeah. the country. Yeah, number fifty-three. It's Blur. They're back with Country House. City dweller, successful fella, thought to himself, upside, got a lot of money. Caught in a rat race, terminally. I'm a professional cynic, but my heart's not in it. I'm paying the price of living life at the limit. Caught up in the centuries, society. Yes, it preys on him. Watching up the new repeats and the permeates in the country. He takes a matter of pills and piles up out of his bells in the country. Oh, it's like an animal farm, that's a rural charm in the country. He's got morning glory and life's a different story. Everything's going jack and jolly. Touch with his own mortality. He's raging balls and looking back. Blur at number 53 in the 1995 Hottest 100 with a little ditty called Country House. Oh, that's better. Yeah. Oh, My first note the here is, oh, wow, I forgot that music could be good. <laughs> <laughs> it got dark. That's all it takes. Yeah. It, it got like, dark it got there for dark. a minute, didn't it? Yeah. It got real dark. Oh. Real fucking dark. Real quick. But what a palate cleanser. Oh, yeah. amen. Like, I'm so glad that this is the playlist that has been assembled. <laughs> yeah, Just right. last they, they did all right there. Mac, like... Mac, you're a successful fella, um, <laughs> city dweller. Uh, what, 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 what's your thoughts? Uh, we've, we've had uh, some discourse on Blur, on Blur in the previously. past, which is uh, some good, some bad, uh, some this, indifferent. Uh... This, this, this tune is obviously a lovely song. This yeah. is so great. Fun. It's uh, the lead single from their fourth record, following on from Parklife's success. Uh-huh. Um, and this, I think, what Blur did really well is exemplified in this song. Like, it's perfectly British and a tiny bit weird. Like, the horn beat is bizarrely yeah. fun. It's so much fun. Yeah. And then when the horn comes in at the very end as well, like, there's so... Like, it's just delightfully written. Like, the lyrics are fun. It's good to sing along to. It's poppy as fuck and gorgeous, but just tiny bit weird. And, yeah. like, he's way too, like, thick British accent not being masked at all <laughs> yeah. is spectacular. I think this is what, yeah, what, what Blur do well, or at least did well. I didn't hear the record from last year. What they did well is this song, like, ripped. Yeah, beautiful. 100%. I, look... In pretty much every major address from, like, a leader of a nation, they have used the word country. But <laughs> in the history of the world, no one has ever said the word country... Better than Albert. Better than Albert in this song. Yeah, yeah. It's just... It, it, every single yeah. sound that composes that is yeah. absolutely perfect. Some songs are good. Some songs are fun. This is both of this those is things. Good and fun. This is good and fun. Like listening to this some some good songs aren't enjoyable to listen to necessarily, but they're still good. This is like a joy. This is fun. You yeah. have fun listening to this song. Yeah, it's, it's a real it's a really good way to spend 4 minutes. Yeah, it feels good. Should probably mention the context around this song cuz it's super interesting in terms of the Britpop war. Mm. Great great war. Good victory for Blur. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think so. I mean, I, I especially given this kind of uh battle, I guess. The battle of 
Country House V roll with it because mm. it was it was a deliberate shot from Blur to release this at the exact same time that Oasis was dropping Roll with it. I I read that it was the management that pushed the date really? forward. Oh yeah, um, big time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they knew. They right, knew. like, like yeah. the like the majority of the Britpop wars, it was more constructed around. The yeah, bands that that certainly made me think huh. that that that's a sort of a point towards Blur not being as. You know, energized by the war as as the media around or Oasis or or well, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. what one of the sides of the war really cared about winning the war? Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, great that that happened. Great that it was like the Britpop was at some point was so direct and even better than it won. I'm so country. I think both songs are great. Yeah, um, but I think I, it says a lot that you know, ultimately at the time people thought Oasis like were the 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 true like champions of Britpop. Fucking blow on the war, ultimately. Like, they're still here. Mm, and they are true. still doing some really fucking cool stuff. And Alman, Ma- definitely, like, if you include all the rest of the projects mm. that he's involved yeah, with. Yeah, 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 for sure. Won. Everybody Al- is far more interested in seeing what Alban's up to than hearing the next High Flying Birds record. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> I also love that Noel Gallagher and Damon Alban are friends now. Yeah, it's, yeah. One, it's really <laughs> it's lovely. Good. There's a reason this sticks out as, like, one of their most famous songs and gets, like, the big fucking sing-alongs. Um, yeah, it's just got a lot of fucking hearts with a lot of fucking energy and, you know, it's a trope codifier for Alban as a songwriter. Just yeah, doing, agreed. like, yeah. working within the conventions but also angling in just his usual quirks and stuff like that. Yeah, like, this, uh, there's, there's so much charm to this song. It's one of those, like, it, like yeah. I'm, I'm sure there are some people who dislike yeah. it vehemently. I'm sure, I'm sure there are some I, people that think that Damon Albarn is a, a is a charmless man, if yeah. you will. Um, <laughs> the Vaughns, probably. <laughs> Fuck the Vaughns. The Vaughns. <laughs> yeah. No, this uh, this is a lovely, enjoyable song. Yeah. I'm really glad we got to hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, it's it's beautifully Fuck the Rich, which is great. It's yeah, what always. you want to hear from, like, 90s British youth. Like, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> yep. It's snarky without being snide. Yeah. Like, it's still fun. Like, it made me really think about the connection Britpop bands have to uh, bands like Madness. True. Particularly yeah. with the horn line and the beat, like it's real. It feels really Madness influenced, yeah, and that's, that's a great. Thing. I, I hadn't made that connection to my head before, but I'm liking it. Yeah, yeah, like just just that that kind of really slow walking beat with the big horns and everything. It's 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 Madness, and like yeah. that's great, and and it totally. Mm. Makes sense. And also just watching the video. I, yeah, I was about to bring up the video. It's a delightful uh, video. Great video. Yeah. Matt Lucas is in yeah, it. Yeah, a very cool. young Matt Lucas. Yeah. And uh, also Keith Allen. Lily Allen and Alfie Allen's father. Oh. Yeah, who's a famous British uh, uh, comedian and actor in his own right. So, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> nice uh, use of I'm um, just saying Alfie Allen. Like, of course, <laughs> we all know him. <laughs> from Game of Thrones. Oh, of course he's yeah. from Game of well, Thrones. Yeah, really, I thought he was just from the song. No, no. no. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, originally Alfie Allen became famous because his sister wrote a song about him sitting around... Punching cones. Yeah, punching cones <laughs> and wanking <laughs> off in his bedroom. And now he's on Game of Thrones. So Pretty much that character yeah, yeah. spent a lot of time wanking <laughs> off and doing the Game of so Thrones. So, actually, actually the whole cones. Allen family's doing all right, all things considered. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Video is also a great, a great sort of opportunity to uh, take note again of how attractive Damon was. In the mid nineties, but also just like how marketably attractive, like holy shit! Yeah, but just like watching him, you'd be like, yeah, you can sell the shit out of Blur on some magazine covers when he looks like that. You like as if you wouldn't be Mm. cutting that out and putting it inside your locker. He's like like open, crooked teeth of it as well. Yeah, Yeah. he's he's a bit charming. Yeah, Yeah, that's it. So much to love about this song. What more can you say? Thank you, Blur. Yeah, thanks, Blur. Thanks, Blur. Thanks for making us believe again. 
time to dye our hair and buy tickets to Lilith Fair. Ladies and gentlemen, at number 52, this is The Murmurs with You Suck. at number 52 with a song called You Suck yeah, that uh, was uh, quite a time uh, loud ladies with acoustic guitars you know doing the whole like uh, women empowerment thing you know I'm, I'm down I, I appreciate that I appreciate the sentiment at the very least it kind of sounds like you're not down with it <laughs> kind of <laughs> sounds like you're Owen Wilson <laughs> oh, oh this wow. is quite good yeah, Marley Marley wow. what are you doing why is everyone down on murmurs all of a sudden no. murmurs wow. murmurs matters wow. come on wow um, wow. Oh, wow. hey. Hey, wow. 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 Okay, it's very fun being on yeah. <laughs> Are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> One more. Wow. There goes it. So, Adam, Adam, uh, there's there's dust on your guitar. Uh, what do you what do you think of this song? You, you like got, this song? You, you really like eased into it now. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's, it's gotten a lot better. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Nice Mar- backhanded compliment. <laughs> I'm just uh, I'm just gonna go over here and play with Marley for a little bit, and you can uh, you can talk about the song, okay? Mm. Uh, he gives a lot. He gives off a great O energy. Like uh, that's all I need out of out of that man. O energy. O energy. It's a very movement. Good. It's a way of life. It's very good. Owen Wilson. Yeah. Wow. If he... Wow. <laughs> you are fucking... All right, that's enough. All right. That's all we're going to talk about good. for this song. Yeah. We're just like, the song's done yeah. now. Cut. It's more discussion. Yeah. That's, and that's what we think of the Murmurs. Wow. Sorry, Murmurs. <laughs> Sorry, Murmurs, but we really like... They've been listening for months. They've been like, oh, they're going to get up to us soon. We love this podcast. We can't wait to see what they say about us. Oh, they just... <laughs> Owen Wilson, Wilson impressions for like 10 minutes and then moved on to Def FX. <laughs> <laughs> All right, at number 51. <laughs> this is Owen Wilson. <laughs> Adam, what did you think of this? Oh, uh, yeah. What please, did you think of Drew Bit Taylor? Please. I think it's underrated. <laughs> I mean, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna put on my like sociologist anthropologist hat on a little bit. Was that look at this song? It no, <laughs> very fetching. Yes. Thank you. Is that is that a fedora? No, <laughs> it's a it's, trilby. It's a trilby. <laughs> uh, All right. Uh, wait, uh, wait. <laughs> so, so the hat is on. 
and oh with this hat on, I, and I look at this song and I go, this makes perfect sense. This, the existence of this song makes absolute sense. It, of course. It fits well in the fossil record. Of course. <laughs> this is carbon dated perfectly. <laughs> like, as if there's not going to be two, you know, folky influenced, alter- you know, alternative looking ladies doing a folky, super, super sweet to the point of being like nauseating and and that's kind of the point and to and developing venom from that song about a breakup in the 90s that's going to get into this countdown and be popular i think it's very difficult to look at this song from 2016 eyes i think like you to some extent you have to look at it from from 1995 eyes because i think like potentially the trap you fall into is seeing that alternate girl uh, image pushed too hard but I think at the time it was probably really no. ironic so that's something yeah. I've had to consider and mm. kind of like navigate myself in listening to the song uh, kind of reminded me a bit of Soko oh yeah like you know that as kind of as in I'll kill her as in I'll kill her I don't know I mean it's they're vastly different songs but something about the tone yeah, of the, yeah, and, the, sure. and the aggression which is disguised with sweetness um, just kind of drew a parallel to that. That made me think a lot of, um, uh, I think, last year's remix episode, David, when we talked about Baby Bitch by Ween. Ah. Um, same same yeah. kind of uh, yeah, that's... very venomous song played very sweetly for that effect. Sure, yeah. I think it's, I mean, like, I think it's okay. I, I, I can look at it and look at it being well-constructed and making sense and being logical, but it's hard for me to get super excited but don't, about don't it. you just wish after that first You Suck, it kicked into gear? That's, it's really asking for it, yeah. and it doesn't uh, do it's, it. It's yeah. waiting to turn into, like, a Pixie song there. Yeah, yeah. or, like, a, a, um, a Veruca Salt Yeah, song. exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, I, I, I spent the whole song waiting for level. it. And yeah. Like, I mean, at least Lisa Loeb fucking, like, kicks in, you know, yeah. with the drums and shit. I spent a bit of time trying to find another Murmurs song to see if this was indicative of their sound or if this was a one-off thing. I, I, I couldn't find anything. There seemed to be an acoustic pop duo yeah. and they seemed like this is perhaps as rocky as they get. That's, so it's, like, that's it's a real shame. Yeah, because it it's almost great. You just you just need... The second half just needs a, a bigger drums and a bit of a fuzzy guitar. Distorted guitar. Bit of, yeah. like, and, and the song's there. Like They've already done all that work. Yeah, because but... like, the voices work, the lyrics are fun. Everything individually works. Yeah. I'm just not picking up what they're putting yeah, that's it. Like, it's, I, it's I, not- I was kind of humming it a couple of hours later. I was like, that's a really nice song. It could have been a great song. Yeah, exactly. Harmonies are great. Yeah. No, uh, I'll, you know, I'll be And especially watching the video, they, they look like it's going to kick yeah. into a Veruca Salt song. I'm like, I'm so ready for this. Come yeah. on. Like, and. And the structure of the song leads up to it as well. Every time they they say you suck, you're like, here we go, and here and we know. Yeah. Here we know. Also, for uh, from 1994, this song. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. right. A bit of a late. Yeah, I guess maybe a late single, or maybe sure. Triple J just happened to push it that year. Who knows? Yeah. I wonder if any other songs from 1994, who potentially we've heard before, are going to make it into this countdown. I mean, what a weird I mean, thing to say, to say, right? Who's to say, really? Some people might, I don't know, consider this a bit of an indie classic similar to the Royal Tenenbaums, say. Or maybe... <laughs> maybe no, the Darjeeling Limited. Maybe they just think it's, you know, pretty generic and by the numbers similar to, I don't know, Cars 2 or <laughs> Drillbit Taylor. I, I can appreciate that there would have been love for it, but yeah, it just... It's so close. Love for it at the time, yeah. you know, like Zoolander. <laughs> <laughs> it's so close to being a great song. And, yeah. and all of... Like, the blueprints are already there. They've exactly. done all the work. And it just it feels like a weird intentional choice to not follow that through. No, it just kind of falls it's apart just... at the end, you know, kind <laughs> of similar to, oh, God, the wedding crashes. <laughs> yeah. no, it's good for I'm losing it. track yeah. here, man. Yeah, I, I There's just, only so many movies. It's good, but I don't, I don't want more of it. Much like Zoolander 2. <laughs> hey, there we go. All right. All right, we're done. 
Oh, oh music's, yeah. Music's bad again, people. That's not as bad. Uh, it's still pretty fucking bad. What's the name of this song? Psycho Psychoactive Summer. Summer. Why'd you make it? You'd be forgiven for forgetting because I never mention it. At number 51, this is Def FX with Psychoactive Summer. at number 51 with Psychoactive Summer in the 1995 Hottest 100. Now, uh, normally, uh, the four of us are the people that will kind of give you their take on this song, um, but uh, oh. I've decided to uh, to opt out on this one. I'm, I've actually brought in my friend. Uh, uh, she's originally from uh, out, like, way, way out in the bush, uh, but uh, she has made her way out into the FBI studios today, so uh, I'm going to give it over to my friend Shazza Shitlord, and uh, she is going to tell you what she thinks of this song. So, uh, Shazza, Shazza, you want to come over? Yeah, thanks, Dave. Yeah, nah. Yeah, oi. So, like... We used to have some mad fucking bush dust back in the day, man. We'd just go all the way out, wouldn't a fucking whoop whoop. All we'd have is the fucking stereo with the fucking, like, the ones with the big fuck off ones with, like, 12 batteries that you had to get them to fucking work. And we just take, like, a shitload of fucking brown acid and just fucking chuck our glow sticks around. Anyway, all we'd fucking listen to is fucking, fucking death effects. And it would be fucking sick, man. Like, because, like, I love fucking, like, raving and, like, wearing, like, fluoro and having, like, sick dreadies and shit. But I also, like, fucking rock and roll you know like guitars and shit <laughs> so like getting to fucking put the two together is like fucking it's like really fucking sick eh? so like it's this oh mate oh I fucking love Def FX where are me fucking kids Shazza uh, thanks so much for coming in hey Shazza. any fucking time mate any fucking time <laughs> Oi, seriously. So great to have you here Oi, in the any, studio with us today. Any time you cunts are fucking talking like death effects or any of that sort of fucking shit, fucking just fucking let me know, eh? And I'll fucking, I'll come. Absolutely. That's how <laughs> Oh, sorry. She just died of an overdose. Uh, so that's sadly the last we'll be hearing from Shazza Shitlord. But uh, I don't know. What did you guys think? Uh, <laughs> about uh, the song or that? <laughs> <laughs> either, or, either or. You know, just trying out some It's music. real. It's, 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 I'm trying out some different drugs, you know, just see, see, see what works for me. Consulting my doctor. It's also that, but it's also like like mu- music to upset your parents when you're in year yeah. eight. Yeah. It's mean and like it's scary music, like written by like like people who have never been mean or scared. Like it's... I really... I don't know. I mean, I, I've not been a dad, but I'd like to think if I was a dad and my child was playing this to try and upset me, I would have to act upset because it's just so like, 
It's so nothing. I'd, I'd be upset, like, but for ooh, different reasons. Yeah, yeah. well, exactly. <laughs> what, what have I raised? <laughs> yeah. Where did I go wrong? Yeah, obviously it's crappy. The beat is, like, it's so dated. It's just so, so dated mm. to a It's time. like all the worst bits of the Sydney dance songs we've talked about shoved together. With a great With industrial junk, junk. guitar. Yeah, yeah, like with, yeah. Tr- look, like someone told them about industrial music. They hadn't heard any, but it was yeah. like, no, it just sounds like this. And they're like, oh, cool, well, we'll put that in. Also, if you're going to put woohoo in a song, you have to de- deliver it with more energy than actually just saying woohoo. Like, mm. woohoo doesn't sound good. That almost in itself breaks the song. Like, the thing about it is that that bit in particular, but also other bits, like the chorus being just way too poppy and kind of lazy lyrically, uh, makes it seem disingenuous they s- just because of its ineptitude. They sound as excited about this psychoactive summer as I am, which is <laughs> not very. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you, and you're a renowned you, pill popper. Oh, yeah. He was still a raver. Yeah, like, I guess. Your raving days, I, mate? Yeah, I moved on. <laughs> now I... I- just want to play video now games. I only, only do marijuana. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Correct. And you He's, play Donkey Konger a lot. He stays well, up for real weed hours and smashes them motherfucking <laughs> like buttons. <laughs> Honks them, fam. <laughs> I, 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 will, I think she has a good voice. I, I, there are times mm. when she was singing, and I'm like, you have a good voice, is it right? Yeah, yeah I, remember, I remember defending the last uh, Def Effect song we talked about, Masses Like Asses. People like oh, donkeys. Yeah. People like donkeys. <laughs> um, because it was like... It wasn't great, but at least it was. It felt like them trying to do some interesting things in mm. terms of mashing genres together. But this is never thought I'd say it. But mouses like asses is actually a lot better. Oh, it's a lot better. It's a yeah. lot better yeah. than this. It's just, yeah. It's just a weird kind of pop uh, trying to appeal to the to this. I don't know these these pop sensibilities in this yeah. track. That mm. it just also, it stop repeating. It it's so good because it's not <laughs> classic songwriting tip. Don't don't say things are good if the song's not going to be good because oh. you just make people think of good things instead. Anybody curious what uh, Fiona Horn's up to now? Sure. Um, <laughs> Don't get too excited. <laughs> sure, sure. Okay. Yeah, woo, yeah, woo me. Well, <laughs> it turns out... Wasn't she doing some books or some shit? Well, she released a couple of books on witchcraft, but she's chilling yeah. out on that. Um, now she's actually got her commercial pilot's license, <laughs> and she's actually flying uh, aid in the top end, or is that she hopes to. Oh. She's working towards that. There was oh, an interview... Damn it, Fiona, can you do something we can... Yeah, yeah no, exactly. I'm not going to make fun of no, that. No, 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 it's, it's, that's it's really a really nice. admirable thing to do. And also, we were talking about active... Facebook groups for the bands we're talking about. Sure. Def FX. Oh, I bet they do. Massive. Yeah. Huge. And like, really, like, it's really active, like, now. Um, possibly because Def FX are planning a reunion tour with the original lineup for next year. Oh, this is God. in the works. Oh, I'm busy so. next year. Shame. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what else do you say about everyone has dreads? It's very white dread music. Yeah. It is um, white dread music. White. Which, you know, is, is also. It feels like more of a '90s thing, anyway. But it's it's just like, whew, yeah, rough. So it's it's dread music. Yeah, and you're judging, you're judging it? it. Yes. Would you say that you're a above the law? <laughs> <laughs> do you, Do you think that maybe you've betrayed the law? The I evidence, think, Nathan. The, the, we want to know. I think is I, it legit or yeah. is, it, is, it, is it counterfeit? As you, as you said with the song, don't say it's a good thing if it's not a good thing. <laughs> the evidence of it being a good thing has been falsified. Yes. <laughs> we judge the dress. <laughs> you betray the law. Wow. That brings us to the end of yet another episode of Hottest One Hundreds and Thousands. If there is anyone in this room that doesn't think that the Vaughn's Who Farted is A, the worst song of all time, B, the worst song of this episode, and C, the worst episode of this countdown, <laughs> what? speak now or forever hold your peace. I'm very confused about that order, but I agree. <laughs>
Which order would you have gone <laughs> no, in? No, just... Oh, I, I would have started with the episode, then the countdown, then all, all time. time. Because if it's all time, then it's probably a given that it's... Anyway, I'm sorry. Keep going. I think you'll find that I do what the fuck I want. <laughs> yes. I know. Nathan's like, the order of operations, I'm a big nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Someone bully you'll, me. You'll, uh, you'll find a... Yeah. <laughs> There's actually a, a nice big list here of uh, things that I do. Uh, I, I'm, uh, can you guys see, is fuck around on that list? No. No. I can't, I can't say give a fuck on there. No, no, no. no. For, oh. Forgive trees also. Oh, no, no. Does not forgive trees. Does not. Uh, I'm going to go with Country House for the best song because, of course, I am. Yeah, the objective yeah. choice uh, are is... Are we all? Yeah, yeah, the, we're, yeah. the worst is who yeah. fired the best of Country House. Oh, yeah. yeah. Unanimous. This Easy. has been the Man. easiest, most clear-cut... Real yes. whiplash, though, going from, from one to the other. <laughs> oh, mate. Yeah, my I just imagine at, at everyone's Hottest 100 party that, like, Who Farted came on and everyone's like, oh, I'm feeling actually kind of tired. My head... Like, this has been yeah, a nice afternoon. I'm just going to, like... I know it's we're only you, halfway through the countdown. And then you, you, you gather in your things. Everyone's, like, on. at the door of their car and then Country House comes on and it's like, you know what? <laughs> things I, can I, be okay. I could go anew. Thanks, Michael. <laughs> yeah. We are halfway. Holy shit. <laughs> 50 songs down, 50 to go. Uh, let's go and celebrate by watching Zoolander and maybe Rushmore and, you know, a couple of other great Owen Wilson classics. Meet Is he the- in Rushmore? Yeah, he's in Rushmore. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on behalf of Mr. Owen Buncher. Wow. On behalf of Mr. Owen McDonald. Wow. And on behalf of Mr. Owen Harrison. Wow. My name is Owen James Young. Keep music. Wow. <laughs> That's a good message.